Hey, how you doing? My name's Greg Knapp, and this is Find Your Purpose, Live Your Passion. Today on the podcast, how to stop your past from holding you back and eliminate one word to build rapport, gain influence, and achieve more of your goals as you pursue your purpose. Ready? Let's go. You know how you sometimes feel stuck? Like you're drifting through life, going through the motions? You know you were created for something more, that an average life just isn't enough for you. Then you're in the right place. Find your purpose. Live your passion. Let's go. Everybody's got something in their past they wish they could forget, change, or go back and fix. I mean, I'm sure you've had times in your life where you think back and you have shame or guilt or regret. I know I do. And if we think about it too much, we can allow that moment in time to hold us back from living the life we were actually born to live, to use the gifts and talents that we have to make a difference. See, for some of us, we can even allow one bad memory, one, to ruin our lives. Do you have a bad memory that you keep replaying and replaying in your head like a bad movie? Does it come back and back and just keep putting you in, in a depression or a bad mood? Well, what if you could choose to stop reliving it? Better yet, what if you could change what the memory means to you and move on to make new memories? See, you can't go back and should have done. I should have done this. I should have done that. No, but you can use that memory to do something better today and tomorrow. I thought about this when I heard Mike Golick on ESPN. He was talking about the worst loss of his life. It was a high school wrestling match way back in 1981. He says he still thinks about it. In fact, his wife says he still talks about it so much she tried to call the wife of the guy he lost to so they could set up a rematch. <laughs> wow. Mike Golick played college football and wrestled for Notre Dame. His record on the mat, 24 wins, four losses, one tie. He played in the NFL for eight years. He won in sports, time after time after time, and yet he's still reliving a match from decades ago? Dude, you gotta let it go. Okay, Greg, it's not that easy. It's kind of like when a song gets stuck in your head, man. You just can't stop singing it all day long. If I could stop thinking about it, I would. Okay, I get that. We've all had that. But we also have tremendous power over what we store in our long-term memory banks. What do you focus on and think about over and over? Is it your worst losses or your greatest wins? Now, you also have to concentrate on not living too much in the past and not living too much in the future and living in the present. It's all a balance, and I get it, and it's, oh, man, sometimes it feels overwhelming. But when you aren't thinking about the past, wouldn't it make more sense to reminisce on the great times and not the worst ones? I like what Louise Smith says about it. You can't reach for anything new if your hands are still full of yesterday's junk. So yes, learn from your mistakes and then quit reliving them. Move on. Relive your victories and all the things you did right and build your confidence. When a bad memory pops in your head, think about what you can learn from it. If the answer is nothing, then tell yourself you are not going to let that one moment in time 
affect how you feel anymore. You are going to take the power away from that bad moment. Why would you let one bad moment have the power to ruin your life? So anytime that memory starts to come up, literally yell, stop. Now, you may want to use your inside voice if other people are around. I mean, we don't want the men in white coats scaring the nets to come get you, but you may want to yell it out loud. Then, focus on a good memory. I mean, really focus on it. Get deep into it. Relive a time in your life when you were kicking butt. Ruminate on it. Remember the sights, the sounds, the smells, the feels. Get back into that good feeling groove. Because we're not going to let the past have the power to steal your future anymore. If you can learn something from that old memory, acknowledge what that is. Thank your brain for helping you remember and learn the lesson. But then say to yourself, self, I've learned that lesson. I never have to think about that again. And then to lock it in, go ahead and take action on the lesson that old memory taught you. And if you can't do that, get your brain thinking about something great you've done recently and focus on that like we were talking about. Now, another great technique is to get busy making some new memories. Do something to disrupt the pattern of replaying and solidifying that bad memory in your head. I'll tell you this, too. You know, if you listen to the podcast that I'm a Christian, and so I believe the best way to get over things in the past that you are ashamed of or feel guilty of or that you know was wrong is to give it all to Jesus and let his sacrifice, cover your sins, let him forgive you. His forgiveness allows you to forgive yourself. To me, that's made all the difference. You know, it's almost impossible to tell yourself not to think about something. Quick, don't think about a purple eight-foot-tall Easter bunny hopping on your front lawn. It's hard not to think about it, isn't it? Replace what you don't want to think about with something awesome you do want to think about or it's going to be really tough. So try writing down your dreams, goals, plans. And when you're writing that, it's very hard to think about anything else. That's what is really cool about writing instead of just thinking. And then review these dreams and goals and plans every morning when you wake up and every night before you go to bed. And I know you've heard this before. Here's the question. Have you done it? Well, yeah, Greg, I did it for a couple of days. No, no, no. Have you done it for 30 days in a row ever and seen the impact it makes on your life? Why not try it? See, moving on isn't forgetting the past. It's learning from it. That's by another one of my favorite quote guys. His name is unknown. If you train your brain to focus on your successes, that will become its default setting. And this will come in handy when you're about to do something new or big. It goes with everything we've been saying today. Think back to when you've succeeded in similar instances, replay them in your mind, and see how that helps. See, because your subconscious mind treats your successful visualizations the same as it treats successes in the real world. It doesn't know the difference. So use that to build your confidence. And I know it sounds a little weird, a little touchy-feely, a little new agey, but just try it. Just try it a few times and get back to me. Greg at GregoryBnap.com is the email address. I'd love to hear from you. So you get to choose what movies get replayed in your head. Choose wisely. I hope this podcast resonates with you. And if it does, go to GregoryBnap.com. Find out more about my book and my free gift for you on how to find your purpose. GregoryBnap.com. It's in the show notes as well. Think back to the last time you said something and the person you were talking to said, yeah, but... Oh, I bet that felt great. We all love to hear the butts. 
see, when we hear but, we hear rejection, negativity, correction, and worse. Here's what it really says. I heard you, but here's where you're wrong. Does it make you like the person who said it? Does it make you more likely to agree with that person? Does it make you more likely to want to work with them? No, no, and no. So why do we say it to other people all the time? But Greg, sometimes other people are wrong. Am I just supposed to act like they're right so they'll like me? No, of course not. And by the way, did you notice you used the word but again? Kind of put me on the defensive. Here's my point. How about if there was a better way to explain your point without having to be disagreeable or overtly disagree? Try this. Eliminate the word but and instead use the word and. Or when you can, yes and. See, this is from improv. If you've ever gone to an improv show, comedy improv, they're taught as performers, no matter what the person next to you does, never say no or never shut it down. Just say yes and. So even if the improv comedy show is just totally going off the rails and it just is horrible, that person doesn't go, no, 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 that's stupid. Let's try this. They just go, yes, and build on it and twist it to the direction they want it to go. So let's be like the comedy improv people. Try this. Which of these would work better if someone said them to you? I hear what you're saying, Stacy, but I think this way is better. Or I hear what you're saying, Stacy, and I think this way fits our needs better. Or how about this? You did a great job, Stan, but, or, you did a great job, Stan, and, and now you can redirect wherever you want it to go. How about even talking to yourself? I completed five things on my to-do list, but I didn't do three others. Eh. I completed five things on my to-do list, and I'm going to do the last three first thing tomorrow morning. That's a little different. And sometimes the little differences make all the differences. The word but can even shut down some great possibilities. I want to see Australia, but I'm afraid of flying. Well, I guess you're never going down under, mate. No shrimp on the barbie. Keith Urban and Crocodile Dundee will always be strangers. The cute koalas are out of reach, and you never box a kangaroo. Okay, I'm out of Australian ideas and really bad Australian accent. How about this instead? I want to see Australia, and I'm afraid of flying. Now, you're still afraid of flying. We're not lying. And it sounds like you're open to working on that. So you can find a way to overcome your fear and go see the Sydney Opera House. Hey, I thought of one more Australian thing. I know changing but to and is a small change. And it can really help build rapport and increase your influence. Try it for a week. See what happens. It will take some practice. And it's worth it. Let me know how it goes. Let's go. I hope this podcast resonates with you. And if it does, go to gregorybnap.com. Find out more about my book and my free gift for you on how to find your purpose. Gregorybnap.com. It's in the show notes as well.